hello and welcome back to the SLP Corner podcast. Today's guest is Allison Smith from at ei.teletherapy on Instagram. She is back again. She's been on my podcast twice now, and we are here to discuss a hot topic in pediatric feeding and swallowing. So this topic came up because my sister is a GP and she asked me one day, she's pregnant right now. And she asked me, what's your take on baby led weaning? And I was like, good question. Hold that thought. And then I messaged Allison and I was like, what's your take on baby led weaning? Because I am not familiar with it. So we kind of had a little discussion about it and I feel like it is one of those hot topics. So first, how do you explain what baby led weaning is to people? Yeah. So baby led weaning is essentially skipping the purees and going straight to finger foods. And the idea behind it is that parents are wanting their child to eat foods that they are able to grasp and put in their own mouth rather than relying on a feeder to give them the nutrition via spoon. So that's kind of the overview of what baby led weaning is. And I thought we could go into kind of why it was developed Mm -hmm. and maybe discuss some pros and cons of it and maybe give an alternative if parents don't feel comfortable with baby led weaning. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. So why did baby led weaning become a thing? So one, the thought is that there will be lower rates of obesity if a child is able to self-feed rather than being feeder dependent. Because when we have children who are feeder dependent, we are relying on the feeder, whether it be a mom, dad, other caregiver to read the child's cues when they're telling the family to stop, stop feeding me. So the thought is, if a child is in complete control, then they will have better awareness of their hunger signals of telling them, hey, I need to eat more or hey, I need to stop. So that's one tenet of baby led weaning. The next one is better diet quality. So the thought is, if we're giving them a really big variety of foods from a really young age, just to see what they're going to pick up and explore, that this will lead to a more varied diet as they get older. Um, And then the last one, and there are other ones, I just kind of picked out the three major ones. Another tenet is that they'll have more highly developed motor skills because they are exploring with their hands, picking up things, placing things in their mouth, putting them down, rather than someone feeding them with a spoon. So that's kind of the overview of baby led weaning. So I'm going to go over some pros and cons, and I'll be sending the citations over to Shannon, and she'll include them in the podcast link. So some pros are they're typically breastfed longer. Moms tend to be more relaxed and provide less pressure and worry less about weight gain, since the thought is more about giving exposure, working on those motor skills, and the babies are in control. Another pro is a study found at eight months, over half of the children had fingers foods in their diet over one time per day. So they did um, progress to solids maybe a little bit quicker than their counterparts who maybe were just spoon fed. Some cons that some studies found were that there were more milk feeds during the day and night. So that pro of mom's breastfeeding longer is kind of a double-edged sword. And kind of the thought is, were they having to breastfeed longer and more because they were not getting adequate calories from the intake from the foods presented. And another con is they found that kids who did the baby led weaning approach tended to have a lower intake of iron, 
zinc, and calcium, and had a higher preference for carbs over fats and proteins. And the thought is that carbs typically are easier to dissolve, so things like crackers or baby puffs. So carbs just tend to be a little easier to mash with your tongue and swallow rather than lateralizing and chewing like you would do for something crunchier or chewier like a piece of chicken or a piece of steak. Overall though, I feel like baby led weaning is probably feasible for a majority of infants, but you know from a SLP feeding therapist perspective, if a child is coming to me for feeding difficulties or has a history of feeding difficulties, baby led weaning might just be more frustrating because they may not have the oral motor skills to progress with baby led weaning as quickly as they would with maybe a more traditional approach. So for those who are wanting to do something similar to baby led weaning but are maybe concerned about choking or you know just giving your baby whatever, I would consider doing BLIST, which is baby led introduction to solids. And this is a really similar premise to baby led weaning. However, it's a little more structured. So the tenets of bliss are we test foods before they are offered to ensure that they are soft enough to mash with the tongue on the roof of the mouth. We avoid offering foods that form a crumb in the mouth. So for things that kind of have that shatter effect, like a Ritz cracker, for example, it's really hard to collect that bolus and swallow to get it all down. Kids at this age typically have a lot of residue on their tongue, which they could then aspirate at a later time. So we want to avoid giving foods that have that crumb or shatter effect. We want to make sure that the foods offered are at least as long as the child's fist on at least one side of the food. And that's if, you know, if we get into trouble and we're not sure how to get out, the parent or caregiver could easily rescue by pulling it out of their mouth. So it's just kind of a fail safe to prevent any choking. And that's really why Bliss was developed, was they really liked the concept of baby led weaning, but felt like parents were a little more hesitant about it because of choking risk. So I think bliss is a really good middle of the ground. Then we want to make sure the infant is always sitting upright when they are eating. Regardless of what you're doing, baby led weaning, bliss, traditional, have them sitting upright, please. We always want an adult present while a child is eating. Again, pretty self-explanatory, but they do have that on their list of rules. Um, we never want to put a whole food in an infant's mouth because we're not sure how they can handle this. We want the infant to be working at their own pace. And another thing that's specific to Bliss is that parents are encouraged to offer three food types at each meal. So an iron-rich food, so like red meats, iron fortified rice cereal, an energy rich foods so that could be a carbohydrate, and then a food such as a fruit or vegetable that every mealtime they're wanting you to incorporate those three food types. You know, from a feeding specialist perspective, the only kind of difficulty I have with bliss or baby led weaning is we all eat from a spoon at some point. And so for me, I don't quite understand skipping the spoon because we would have to develop that skill at some point. I feel like on the flip side, what I would do is I would 
feed with a spoon, but educate the caregivers on how to read hunger cues and see if the baby is getting close to full. Are they turning away? Are they pushing away? Because I feel like you can kind of marry the two. You know, one reason why baby led weaning was created was to teach kids about their hunger cues and decrease that feeder dependence or decrease that reliance on parents identifying the hunger cues. But for me during therapy, what I do to kind of combat that is whenever we're spoon feeding, I start teaching the parents, hey, do you see how they're turning away? Hey, do you see how they're pushing the food out of their mouth? They might be telling us that they're finished. Okay, that makes sense. And then, so what age is the age range people would start at? Yeah, gosh, I can't remember if it's the World Health Organization or the Academy of Pediatrics, but the norm now is we want to wait to introduce any type of solid until six months of age. Um, and when they are able to sit up independently for a couple of seconds. So that's whenever people begin baby led weaning or bliss or traditional, mm -hmm. whichever route you choose to take. Mm -hmm. Six months is also when we can start introducing them to open cup drinking, right? Correct. Yeah. And I feel like it's really tricky to introduce open cup drinking for a child manually doing that themselves. Um, so again, it's it's just tricky. I typically go into the camp of traditional feeding development, mainly because the children I am working with have developmental delays. So I know they're probably going to have difficulty managing, um, you know, solid foods at this time. So I typically start with the spoon feeding to get really good lip closure, have them hold a bolus on their tongue, swallow it before I progress to more challenging textures. But again, for a child who has no history of feeding difficulties, is doing great in gross motor, fine motor, I don't see any negative consequences of doing baby led weaning or bliss. The research does show that just babies who are participating in baby led weaning are maybe at slightly more risk for some nutritional deficits just because they're not getting the fortified rice cereal off a spoon that has iron in it. So if you are going to do baby led weaning, just making sure we are providing them with adequate nutrition. You have to be cognizant more so of what you're giving them. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that's really why Bliss was created. It's baby led weaning on steroids, I guess. Yeah. I like, I like <laughs> the sounds of Bliss. It's, I like the structure of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bliss is a really good option. And, you know, if I ever have families who are interested in baby led weaning, and that's really important for their family values. You know, I educate them on the pros and cons, and then I introduce bliss, and then typically we can kind of meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like there's one that's better than the other. It's just really individual to the child. Yeah, this was such a nice run through of it because you talked about why it was developed, the pros, the cons. We're not really necessarily like taking a stance of which one, but just providing everyone with the information. Thank you so much for coming on for an SLP Corner snack episode. Hopefully we can do some more on hot topics. So if anyone has any hot topics that you want us to discuss more, then just let us know, DM us or comment on any posts that we're gonna post about these topics. But thank you so much for coming on. Make sure to follow Allison at, at ei.teletherapy. Yeah, thank you for coming on today. Thanks for having me. All right, I will see everybody next Monday.